Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends. Enjoyed meeting a lot of you at the Georgia and Vanderbilt game. And uh, we will be in Tuscaloosa this weekend with the Outkick bus tour. We will be. We will be set up and it should be pretty awesome at uh, Innisfree in Tuscaloosa. It's a bar. You can type it in. Uh, We will be live there from 8 to 11 a.m. Central Time on Saturday for the Ole Miss-Alabama game. I am telling you it will be scintillating. It will be exciting. It will be a lot of fun. I hope to see a lot of you Ole Miss and Alabama fans there in person on Saturday morning. The bus will be set up starting on Friday. You won't be able to miss us. That is where we will be tonight. You can bet on the winner of the Dallas Cowboy-Philadelphia Eagles game. Just letting you know, Todd Furman and I at 4 Eastern will have our early week look at the college football lines and be breaking those down. On top of that, uh, we will also be back with Monday Fox Bet Live. So we'll be live at 5 Eastern on FS1 right here with the OutKick crew. We will be live at 4 Eastern in addition to what you're getting right now. And by the way, Your boy never stops work. I will also, of course, be live with the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show from noon to 3 Eastern and I am telling you that should be a lot of fun for all of you. That is where we will be headed uh, for the day's programming activities. Of course, you can also continue to watch the Outkick 360 from 3 to 6 Eastern time. All right, I want to give you my national top 10. And I understand some people out there are like oh my god how in the world could you continue to rate teams based on what they actually do on the field as opposed to what they do in expected outcomes. And so what I do is I show up I watch college football all day Saturday I watch everybody and I got to tell you right now to me the best performing team on the season has been the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas, big win over Texas A&M neutral site to break a long record of losing against Texas A&M. And they've also beaten Texas. To me, those are two top 25 wins both by double digits better than virtually anybody's wins right now if you analyze the first four weeks of the season. So I've got Arkansas as my number one overall team in the country. I've got Alabama at two. I've got Georgia at three. It's significant right now, by the way. Alabama and Georgia at fanduel.com slash clay are co-favorites to win the national title. 100 plus 175 means you bet, you know, 100 bucks, you get back $175. A little bit less than two to one favorites. Big Big drop off after that I will discuss coming up here momentarily in this show. But I got Arkansas... Woo Pig Suey, Razorbacks number one overall Alabama two, Georgia three. Now, before I go any further in my OutKick top 10 Alabama gets Ole Miss in Tuscaloosa as I said we will be there for that game and Georgia gets the Razorbacks in Athens another big game that's an early noon kickoff Eastern. Uh, In the four spot I've got Penn State although that win over Wisconsin looks a little bit more suspect and so does the win over Auburn. But they have two top 25 caliber wins. Iowa, I've got in the five spot. Again, Iowa State hasn't looked as good as maybe we anticipated. Indiana has not either. 
Iowa Friday night game against Maryland. They're only a three and a half point favorite in that one. I've got the Oregon Ducks sliding in at six. Uh, basically by virtue of their win over Ohio State. They have not been that impressive in their other performances. I've got BYU at (coughs) 7. Believe it or not, the Cougars have a decent chance to be in the playoff mix particularly if they can get past Utah State uh, this weekend. Big rivalry game in the state of Utah. In the 8 spot, I have got Ole Miss. Can't wait for that game in Tuscaloosa going to be watching it going to have a lot of fun Florida I've got in the 9 spot Gators we'll talk about their game against Tennessee here in a little bit and then rounding out my top 10 Notre Dame put a whipping on Wisconsin told you we loved Notre Dame as the underdog there to potentially win outright and guess what they did that's my outkick national top 10 right now Uh, as we said we got some real challenges going on in the SEC double-digit two-touchdown favorite Alabama against Ole Miss. I think that number's too high. I'm going with Ole Miss and I saw it open around 18 in the Georgia and Arkansas game. I think that number's too high as well. I'm going to be on both of those underdogs. Big takeaway from the college football weekend that was Clemson comes back down to earth. They lost to NC State. They do not deserve in my opinion to be ranked in the top 25 based on what they did. Barely got past Georgia Tech. Lost could not score against Georgia and also pretty putrid performance against NC State. They hadn't missed three field goals. That game would have ended in regulation. I think the ACC is really going to struggle going forward when it comes to the college football playoff. In fact, if I'm running the ACC right now I want to expand the college football playoff pretty substantially because I think it's important to get an ACC team in every year if I'm the commissioner and Clemson has been a little bit like USC. Remember when USC dominated in the early 2000s with Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, Lindell White, all of that crew? Well, if you actually go look at the success they had the rest of the Pac-12 stunk but nobody really noticed because USC was so good. That's kind of what's been going on in the ACC. Clemson has been camouflaging an awesome conference by being able to play for the national title for the last six years and by finishing ranked in the top 10 eight of the last nine years. Clemson has had an incredible run with Deshaun Watson and with Trevor Lawrence but it looks like they're falling off in a big way this year. Something that's never happened for instance at Alabama or Ohio State really since Urban Meyer got back Clemson looks like an 8-4 team to me. And if that happens I think the ACC is in trouble. So Clemson's out of the playoff race. Oklahoma survived against uh, against West Virginia. West Virginia probably should have won that football game. Sorry Mountaineer fans. 16-13 last second field goal for Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler in this offense very mediocre but most importantly they can't run the football. And I think if they continue along this vein Texas is going to beat Oklahoma in the OU-Texas game because I think Texas notwithstanding what happened to them on the road against Arkansas under Steve Sarkeesian is going to be able to score points in a way that OU may not be able to. So I don't think OU is a big national title contender. Ohio State continues to be uh, a bit wobbly. We'll see what happens in the Big Ten with them. Uh, And here is my SEC power rankings before we dive into the NFL games. I got Arkansas 1 Alabama 2 uh, I've got Georgia 3 and uh, and then I'm going with Ole Miss in the 4 spot 
Florida 5, Kentucky 6, Texas A&M 7, Auburn 8, LSU 9, Mississippi State 10, South Carolina 11, Missouri 12, Tennessee 13, and Vanderbilt 14. Those are my SEC power rankings 1 to 14. By the way, I encourage you to get all your bets in as always at fanduel.com slash clay. That is fanduel.com slash clay. And speaking of bets, here are the odds uh, according to FanDuel for national championships right now. I mentioned Alabama and Georgia are tied at plus 175. There's a massive drop-off. Georgia is 16, I'm sorry, Oregon is 16 to 1. Ohio State is 16 to 1. Oklahoma is 20 to 1. And then Michigan 40 to 1, Iowa 40 to 1, Penn State 40 to 1, Cincinnati 40 to 1, Texas 50 to 1, Ole Miss 50 to 1, and Notre Dame 60 to 1. So not a lot of faith out there in uh, anybody in the college football odds market other than Alabama and Georgia. All right, let's talk about what we learned yesterday in the NFL. Uh, But before we talk about what we learned in the NFL, I want to tell you all about my friends at X-Chair. I am sitting in the X-Chair right now. You just heard all of the different shows that I'm going to be doing. I got the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show coming up at noon Eastern. Doing this one right now. Then Todd Furman and I are doing a Monday look ahead but also reaction to the weekend that was in sports gambling in the NFL and college football. And then I got Fox Bet Live at 5. All of that taking place. Super busy day. And I want to let you know that the chair you're sitting in can make a big difference. The LMAX Massage and Temperature Regulation exclusively designed and made for X-Chair will help ensure that you get the customized support of X-Chair's patented dynamic variable lumbar. That's called the DVL. Your back will never be happy in any other chair. Again, I love this. How do you get your own version of the most comfortable chair I've ever been in. You can go to xchairclay.com now. That's the letter X chair clay C-L-A-Y dot com for $100 off your order. Xchair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. That is xchairclay.com. You know, my wife is from Michigan. Been married 17 years. So I feel like I've learned a little bit. She's from the Detroit area. I feel like I've learned a little bit about the misery that is the Detroit Lions and I don't know that there has been a more miserable ending to a game if you are a Lions fan than what happened when the 66-yard field goal banged through from Justin Tuck who was obviously a Hall of Famer one of the greatest kickers to ever play but to set the all-time record on a field goal that long uh, is pretty unbelievable for the Dolphins to lose I mean for the for the Lions to lose and for it to hit the crossbar like it did uh, just an unbelievable win for Justin Tucker and for the Ravens they had no business finding a way to get that win uh, and for Lions fans the reactions of their fans in the stands was so utterly and completely filled with devastation that I couldn't look away. It felt exactly like I know Lions fans have felt for generations. Uh, Big games. What do we learn? I I told you before the season started that I like the Rams to be the Super Bowl representative from the NFC. 
And what I saw from Matthew Stafford and the Rams outdueling Tom Brady and the Bucks further confirmed my pick for the Rams to be a Super Bowl contender uh, and my pick indeed. And I also remember told you that I liked Matthew Stafford as NFL MVP. I put some money on that myself at 16-1. to 1. After three weeks I think you can make an argument that Matthew Stafford is in fact the favorite to actually go out and win the MVP this year. Uh, look, the Bucks are good. I think the Rams are just better. I'm sticking pretty comfortably with my opinion by the way on my Super Bowl matchup which was the Rams from the NFC and from the AFC I've got the Bills. And if you watch Josh Allen just slice and dice that Washington defense yesterday Josh Allen is continuing to get better. He was just okay the first two weeks. He was phenomenal in week three. Uh, He looks like one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Absolutely sterling performance from Josh Allen and the Bills who remain my pick in the AFC. I think it's going to be the Bills from the AFC and the Rams from the NFC. Now, what about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Congratulations to Justin Herbert. Remember when uh, Patrick Mahomes said I'll see it when I believe it which was a backwards uh, statement instead of I'll believe it when I see it when he was walking down the uh, fairway. Look, Justin Herbert looks like the truth. Came in, got the win and now the Chiefs right now are in last place in the AFC West. Back-to-back defeats. Their defense very mediocre. That new offensive line still coming together. As good as Patrick Mahomes is he hasn't been able to elevate the Chiefs into elite level category yet and uh, and we'll see whether or not uh, the Chiefs can get things righted you know with Tyreek Hill and with Travis Kelsey and with Patrick Mahomes I'm betting on them to still win the division but this is a very wobbly start and I don't think anybody out there anticipated the Chiefs would be in last place after, uh, after this position uh, of the season after three weeks. My Tennessee Titans finally finally beat the Indianapolis Colts at home and it appears they have beaten the uh, the disaster when Andrew Luck won 11 in a row or whatever the heck it was against the Titans and I had to watch all those games. In the last nine the Titans have won five and the Colts have won four. So over the past several years we have righted the ship here. We have lost eight of nine in Nashville. Uh, and finally the Titans even though they turned the ball over three times Carson Wentz was not mobile behind the line. Could not move himself very well uh, and as a result uh, it, was, uh, it was hard for him to watch. They ran the ball decently the Colts did. They took advantage of the turnovers that they got from the Titans but ultimately the Titans pulled away and uh, end up winning and covering. I hope you took the Titans in that fan duel bet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers Last night, late, some of you may have gone to bed. 30, was it 37 seconds that Aaron Rodgers had after the go-ahead score from uh, the San Francisco 49ers. That was too much time for Aaron Rodgers. Came back down. We got a 50-plus yard field goal uh, to be able to to win that game. And uh, that was an incredible drive by Aaron Rodgers. Feels like a long time ago that the Packers got absolutely destroyed by the New Orleans Saints doesn't it? And by the way Saints go on the road bounce back from a really poor performance against the Panthers and beat the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots now starting off in Foxborough with two losses and 
rookie quarterbacks have struggled in a big way. Everybody in Chicago was clamoring for Justin Fields to get the start. Well, looked like he wasn't really ready. 6 for 20 for only 68 yards passing. Uh, The Bears get walloped by the Cleveland Browns. Trevor Lawrence not very good for the Jags as they fall to 0-3. I'm curious to see how Urban Meyer is going to respond to having that level of futility. Mac Jones uh, probably his weakest game three picks. Zach Wilson uh, didn't even play I don't believe because he's injured uh, but maybe he got better uh, opportunity sitting on the sideline being able to, uh, to watch that game take place. But again to me the big story in the NFL season so far has been all of the rookie quarterbacks have come out and they have not quite been ready. A couple of other game uh, takeaways Falcons and the Giants. Falcons get a win uh, with the battle of the defeated teams. Steelers. How about the Steelers falling again down to one and two Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow that Jamar Chase combo starting to look pretty pretty good. Burrow only had to throw the ball 18 times because the Bengals have been running it pretty well uh, but Jamar Chase two more touchdowns uh, and uh, and at those hands don't seem to be an issue and for the Steelers Ben Roethlisberger keeps having to throw the ball so many times but two of those interceptions one of them was just atrocious. As good as Najee Harris is the Steelers really can't run the ball with him. Now he's been very good receiving out of the backfield. He had over 100 yards receiving and 14 catches so he's been an impressive addition uh, to the team but that is a ominous sign for the Steelers who right now are the worst team in the AFC North. Uh, you got the Cardinals coming storming back after the Jags got up early. I mentioned the Trevor Lawrence futility. I really wonder how Urban Meyer is going to handle losing this many games as much as he puts into all of these. The Broncos shut out the Jets 26 to nothing the beatdown I'm sorry Zach Wilson did play but he threw two INTs was not very good at all it might have been better for him if he hadn't played Teddy Bridgewater is just a game manager and with a good defense I promise you 3-0 is never boring even though they haven't played very tough of a schedule the Broncos out to a 3-0 start the Raiders Raiders withstand uh, the Dolphins Jacoby Brissett in for an injured Uh, in for an injured Tua and Jacoby Brissett not really that explosive but Derek Carr almost 400 yards passing again had a pick six early Raiders came back from a 14-0 deficit Uh, went into overtime but I got to give them credit for finding a way to get the dub there Uh, the Vikings get off the schneid beat the Seahawks I had the over in this game I have no idea how it didn't go over especially after what happened in the first half that is the NFL rundown. A couple of other thoughts from college football. Right now, coach of the year in college football, Sam Pittman. Second place for coach of the year, uh, Michigan State's Mel Tucker. Those are the two best jobs, I think. Both teams 4-0. No one foresaw either team being 4-0. Arkansas, Sam Pittman, my coach of the year so far. Second place, Mel Tucker of Michigan State. Those two, to me, have been the best performance of anyone out there. Uh, Tennessee, Florida used to be a rivalry no longer a rivalry. Tennessee is 1-16 in the last 17 matchups against the Florida Gators which is I mean just abysmal beyond words. Uh, at Watching that game 
something weird going on let's start here with Anthony Richardson and why AR-15 isn't playing Uh, but I will say this I like Josh Heupel's ability as a play caller on offense he put Tennessee in a position if we don't have the drop pass Callaway uh, late third quarter I think that may have been a touchdown pass on fourth down should have been an easy catch should have been an easy conversion and a first and goal at minimum Uh, but I think he probably scores if he catches the football there there was no one near him that would have made it 24-21 late in the third quarter and we would have seen whether or not we could have had a real game down the stretch Uh, the other thing I will say about this is I don't know if Josh Heifel can recruit and that's kind of the biggest issue going forward is can Josh Heupel recruit or not and I don't think anybody really knows the answer to that question at a high level because Tennessee's still dealing with NCAA issues right now over the way they handled the end of the Jeremy Pruitt regime. All right. All of that will be back. Uh, I will be back talking more football getting you more gambling info with my buddy Todd Furman at 4 Eastern. I'll also be on Fox Bet Live at 5 Eastern and In a little over a half hour we will do the Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. A ton to talk about there as well. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends. I hope you enjoy. Go give us five stars and get your bets in at fanduel.com slash Clay. Giving you an early preview there. I like Arkansas plus the points and I like Ole Miss plus the points. This has been OutKick the show.